please mind the gap between the blockchain and user adoption. The next station is the Blockchain Meets Marketing Podcast. Please stand clear of the doors. Here comes your host, Ani Alexander. Hey, hey, hello there, everyone, and welcome back to the Blockchain Meets Marketing uh, show. I go live on uh, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, and uh, we talk about different topics related to blockchain marketing. So today, what I want to talk to you about is uh, the who is who should influence your marketing decisions? Uh, how are you making the decisions about your blockchain startup marketing and how to approach this, right? What is that one thing that is very important that you should take into account and why I feel like there are many things that are going wrong from that point on if you don't really have the right mindset into place. So what I'm talking about today is your user and your customer whoever you are building, whatever you, your startup is building, right? Or whoever you are building your service or product for. So why is it so important? It's, uh, it's important because many people, um, many blockchain founders think that they are their customer. So they are building things for themselves. But uh, it's not always the case. And, um, you know, if, if your customer uh, profile is different from yours, then whether you, you like some things or not in your marketing ideas is completely irrelevant. So the thing is, it's very important to know who you are building the thing for and who is going to be your user. Because the better you know about that user, the better you will know how to approach them and how to attract them and how to make them actually want to use your product. So that's the most important thing that you should focus on. And why I'm saying this is because very often we have these common mistakes of what's happening in terms of who blockchain startups are marketing, right? And what, where do their marketing efforts go towards? So for example, very often, obviously, you know, especially with startups, there are limited budgets. Most probably you don't have too much uh, money to spend on marketing, which means that you have to be very strategic in terms of uh, where do you spend the money? How do you spend the money? And how do you make sure that the money brings the right ROI and that your funds have been spent efficiently, especially in the blockchain space where everything tends to be quite expensive in terms of, you know, since the ICO times, now things are relatively better, but especially in ICO times, Everything was way more expensive just because it was blockchain related, right? It was crypto related. So the, the PPC was more expensive. The paid PR pieces were more expensive. Influencers were charging enormous amounts of money, which none of the other influencers in other spaces were able to charge, right? So how do you decide that? Like why I'm saying that very often the focus is at the wrong place is because very often blockchain founders... Uh, make different uh, marketing efforts and and do different paid marketing activities and spend money on things that they shouldn't spend money absolutely on at all so the to, to put things in a short way um 
what is it that you you know you should take into account when you are doing especially paid marketing is are you with this marketing are you reaching your potential future users are you making sure that the future potential users are the ones who see the advertising who listen to the influencer or you know who who hear your speech at an event if the answer is no then you know uh, no matter how amazing that activity sounds like no matter how good it seems um it's just going to be useless right so that is why the exercise of understanding who is your user and what are their needs and wants and i'm not only talking about the demographics of that persona but also the psychographics of that persona what are their problems what are they looking for um where do they get their information from uh, et cetera, et cetera. What topics are they interested in, et cetera, et cetera, right? And then, you know, the more you know about that person, uh, the better you will know how to reach out to them, right? So when I'm talking about mistakes, uh, let's let's just, you know, give you one example from, from my past experiences. Uh, during the ICO times, for example, I'm sure you remember that many, many startups, many, many companies were spending tons of money on roadshows, on speaking at different um, conferences and events, and also on, on getting booths and sponsorships for these big conferences. I was among very few who was really against that whole idea and thought that, the, you know, that amount spent is not worth spending at all and that it was something that shouldn't really be done at all for, for the ICO marketing. And let me explain why. The problem is, again, when I'm explaining to you that you need to understand who your user is and how to reach them, the problem back then was, ICO marketing was targeting the token buyers, right? The potential token buyers, uh, buyers of your token. Uh, and uh, all the marketing efforts were basically targeting these people, making sure that these people find out about your project, trust the project enough to, to want to buy your token. And um, everything was going to be around that, right? Well, actually... What happens when you are going to these roadshows and places like that? I don't know if back then you've been on any of these conferences, but there are no token buyers on those conferences. Back then, there were no token buyers. So on these conferences, what you eventually were doing, um, most of the startups founders spent tons of money, plus the travel and accommodation and everything else, to go to an event where they were going to speak in front of the audience, which was completely irrelevant, and who were not going to buy their tokens because they were not token buyers. So who were in their audience? Other companies like theirs who were initiating ICOs. So basically, in some cases, if you were uh, building a similar project, even your competitors. And also, guess what? Companies who were there to pitch startups like yours for different services, such as marketing um, and, you know, ICO marketing or ICO PR services. So that was the main audience. So those were the people you were trying to impress. Were these people going to buy your token? No. Were these people going to be excited enough to go out there and talk about your project and promote it to others? No. Was it worth the money? Absolutely not. What we did instead when, when I was doing uh, uh, ICO marketing was uh, trying to figure out just the opposite. Okay, yes, on these big conferences, there are no token buyers. 
where are the token buyers, right? Talking about your customer, uh, your future customer, or, you know, your future user. In, in the ICO kind of times, uh, that those were the token buyers that you were after. So fine, you know where they are not. Where are they instead? So I realized that where they were, were actually... Um, on different small meetups. So there were tons of different meetups in all over the world, in different cities. Uh, they were very small. They were about 100 people um, each, uh, not very big. So you, you had a room of 100 people, but all 100 people were potential token buyers. So even if 10 people out of these 100 were going to buy your token based on what they heard you uh, tell them, during your speech, uh, during your speech on that event, it still was going to be way better conversion than the roadshows and big conferences. And guess what? The beauty of it, it was all free. So all you were investing was going to be your time and energy and you know and preparation of the speech, basically. So going to ten events like that and covering thousand people, very relevant targeted people, was and, and it was free and was way more beneficial, and the conversion was amazing. So think of it from that perspective who you are trying to impress. Very often what happens is because of the ego issues that many startup founders have, and especially blockchain startup founders have, you know, there is this, uh, this idea of um, looking around, trying to impress the competitors, trying to impress the uh, people in the, in the space, trying to, to do things where you're actually convincing that your project is good um, you're convincing the people that you don't really need as, as you know, users or, or, or customers or of your project in the future. So who should drive your decisions in marketing? Your future user. You, every time you're thinking about different initiatives and activities and, and revising the budgets and making decisions about whether you should do something or not, Remember your user who is going to be the, the center. I mean, your, your marketing should be customer centric. So always remember the customer, always take, put him in the center of your decision making and, and think about what, how much this activity actually is going to help reach that, uh, that user. Uh, and then make the decisions accordingly. Because if the people in the blockchain space get super impressed by you, but you know your service or, or product is is providing, you know, is is targeting people who are not from the blockchain space. Yes, it's it's nice for authority, it's nice for credibility, it's nice for brand awareness, but eventually at the end of the day, it's not so relevant because you get all that among the people who are not the people that you're going to try to acquire when you go to, to market. So very often what happens with the blockchain startups, what they think is that they need to target, when they say blockchain marketing, they think about actually marketing to blockchain people, right? Actually marketing to cryptosphere. And what happens very often, they think that just because they have a token or just because, you know, they are a block, they use blockchain technology underneath of whatever they are building, they need to, uh, the crypto um, audience to know about them and they have to market to them. But guess what? If you, whatever you are building is not built for the crypto audience, then crypto, uh, 
um, influencers are irrelevant. No matter, even if you know a really big, nice, good, uh, credible crypto influencers who is your friend and who's going to make a coverage of your project for free, which almost never happens. Uh, but anyway, even if that's the case, it's going to be irrelevant because you're going to get loads of coverage, but you're going to get a coverage among the crypto crowd. If the crypto crowd or crypto person is not your ideal user base or your ideal user persona, then no matter how many people are like that will see a review, a YouTube review about your project, it won't really matter. I mean, who cares, right? So please, please remember and think about this. Um, please think about whether you, you know, who you are providing solution for who are you going to try to acquire once your product or service is out there and try to gain attention and to get exposure where where these type of people can see you so make sure that you look at it from that perspective don't get distracted by following and doing what everyone else is doing because believe me uh, sometimes everyone can be wrong and I know that it's like it's you. You may be very skeptical about it, but you know sometimes it's it's just a herd uh, reaction. Someone did something, and then everyone followed, and no one really took a step back, took a pause, and thought about whether these things should be done or not. So just because everyone went to conferences didn't mean that you had to spend tons of money and go to these conferences if your token buyers were not there. Just because everyone uses influencers doesn't mean that you need to use those influencers because maybe the influencers audience have nothing to do and have nothing in common with your user base, with, you, with the future users that you're trying to acquire. So, so yes, I mean, Definitely uh, look at best practices, uh, look at what others are doing, but that just don't take it for granted that it's the correct way to do things, right? Just look at it from, from the perspective of, of the um, future user and have it be guiding parameter for your decision making. So that's basically what I had for you today. Just to wrap this up, uh, thank you very much for everyone who, who watched the live stream and who's also listening to the audio version of the of the podcast. Uh, this was powered by Amazics. Amazics is a global blockchain consultancy and marketing firm. And everything that I'm talking to you about uh, usually on this show is is based on on real experiences. Is ba it's based on things that uh, we have experienced and we are doing with our clients. Um, so so yeah, if you need any help, uh, check us out. Other than that, I hope it was straight to the point. I hope I managed to convince you um, and kind of it made sense uh, why you should make sure that all your marketing decisions are user-centric, that the user, your future user, your ideal client, your ideal customer is the person who needs to be in the center of, of everything that you're building around him. And yeah, I'll meet you tomorrow. So thanks a lot. Uh, take care. If you prefer the audio version, I'm polishing them up so it's less rumbling. It's more kind of shorter, straight to the point episodes. Uh, any of the platforms that you prefer, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever it is, uh, just subscribe and, and leave a review if you have time. If no, I'll meet you tomorrow. Thanks a lot. Take care. 
there. And um, if there is any topic that you would like me to cover, please drop in comments and uh, I will make sure that I address this in one of the future episodes. So the last thing uh, is about uh, subscriptions. So if you want to make sure, um, here it is. So if you make if you want to make sure that you don't miss out anything, I'm um, I'm moving everything to apart from my website on alexander.com. Everything will be there. All the versions, the video versions and the audio versions, the player, everything will be in one place with uh, with some short um, notes, etc. But also, what you can do is you can subscribe on the Substack newsletter and you will be notified every time something is happening. Uh, in order not to annoy you i'm not gonna send you daily emails so don't worry about that what i'll do is i will wrap up the week so you can check them out all in once and uh, i don't clutter your inbox either so sign up if you don't want to miss anything and you want to be notified about the future things that will be coming out other than that uh yeah uh, i'll be around take care bye That's all for today. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave a review. That will make Unnie's day. Also, don't miss her content on blockchain, startups, and marketing. Make sure you subscribe at unnialexander.com slash subscribe.